Hello and welcome everyone to Jazz Up Your Life with Judy. So happy to see all of you here today. My name is Judy Anderson. Welcome, welcome. We have such an international group with us today. I was just telling you too about this. Uh, I love seeing all of the different, you know, from India, from Bangalore, from oh, from Nevada. <laughs> and uh, Sweden and all of the places around the world. It's so wonderful that we can have such an international gathering all the way around the world, so that's great. So our guest, and that's why you're all here today, is Nidhu Kapoor. And her topic today is a topic that I think so many people are interested in today. It's the chronic project protocol for big monies revealed. The 25 unconscious blocks to big monies that could be holding you back. And and she also, we sent out in an email, a little quiz that a person could go through to just see really where you are at. And I hope you all took the time to do that because it would be very beneficial. Just Seeing it on paper, seeing it, visualizing it, seeing it is really good for you because you really get where you're at rather than just kind of thinking, oh, well, I know. But it really pinpointed different areas and things that could be holding you back. So our guest, Nithu, is a moon worker. She's a pain exterminator and a clearing expert. She's the owner and sharer of the world's fastest healing modality, Called words, world of retrograde decrees, switch sentences. She's a word scientist with the ability to decode messages of individual energies as well as universal energies of our time. The intuitive planetary reader brings her unique blend of worldsmithy to give you the quickest way to heal, shift, change, and transform your life, your health, and your wealth. Her work marries the best of Eastern wisdom with Western knowledge, and she is often called angel and miracle work. Deep and complete healing work takes anywhere from eight months to three years, but with her work, it takes seconds, minutes, weeks, and just a few months. Speedster is her middle name, and thousands of people around the world have have enjoyed her work and the results of her work. So prepare for some real life-changing, mind-blowing, and heart-opening healing with the use of just two, three, four, five, or six-word sentences, which she calls switch sentences. Yes, they can switch your life. So welcome, everyone, to our wonderful guest today, Nidhu. Hello. Welcome to Jazz Up. Hi, Judy. It's so good to be back. So thank you. And hi, everybody. How are we doing today? Well, they're going to be doing really well in the next 90 minutes. and <laughs> <laughs> No pressure. Okay. <laughs> no, no pressure. Oh, no, there is, there is no. no pressure. It will be a great show. I know that because you, uh, she is such a, I know some of you have heard her, you worked with her, and she's such a beautiful lady. I really have just adored her. She's such a sweet spirit. So, so. Um, <laughs> Is there anything, in fact, if we have some new people, is there anything that you'd like to share about your background 
that um, you think would be valuable for people to know in case we have any new people on the show listening? There probably would be some new people. Well, my background's actually quite boring because everything just unfolded <laughs> on its own. Like everything happened organically. My interest in esoteric sciences and ancient wisdom just kept going from one stage to the other. And the next thing I knew, I was sharing what I knew. And then the next thing I knew, I was sharing what I knew and charging for it. And one of the the bodies of work that gives me a great amount of fun to do is the work with money. Because as all of you all know, there are just four things that every human being looks for. Either we're looking for money or we're looking for love or we're looking to have a better relationship with God or we're looking for the perfect body. Like each one of us has these drivers. And when I began my work with money and understanding the energies of money, it was so much fun because the thing with that is that you get to gauge results like within 24 hours to 72 hours you get to see what's happening because the energy of money is so 3D. It's time, space, and bandwidth. It's touch, see, and feel. So the result always gives me great joy. And I've worked with people to get out of debt like in in millions of dollars, and I've had people get millions of dollars, and it's been a joy either way. And in that process, I understood things about life itself, because whatever you can apply to one category, you can apply to all categories. And I slowly started making that my own kind of science. So there is a certain way that I do money work. There are certain tips, suggestions that I always recommend that have come out of out of quite a few years of practicing it. And I think the last thing I'm going to mention about my background, which is also my present ground, is that I am my own biggest client. So I do all the work on me, and when it works, I share it. That is great. That is the best way when you really have experienced it yourself and then you can share it with people. And today's topic, money, you know, some people, that word kind of makes them pull back and they don't think, you know, it's dirty or whatever. But it's so needed in today's world. And, you know, it's like everyone on this listening to this show, if we were all wealthy, think of what we could do with the money. You know, that that's what excites me. What can we do with the, all the monies that come to us? You know, charities and helping people, helping animals. Oh, I, you know, that just, <laughs> I can feel my insides just going, whoa, yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes to that. And absolutely, Judy. I mean, I mean, not only can we do so much more, but but having money is, also one of the best ways to experience life. I mean, you know, 
what they say, you know, love makes the world go round, but it's money that makes the ride worthwhile. So, oh. you know, it's, mm-hmm. and, and I have another one, which is, you know, if happiness is a key, and if I have enough money, I can have the key made. And while that's, that's slightly misleading, because it's actually the other way around, you chase the happiness, the money will come. Most of us actually do make one very big mistake. Actually, we make about 25 without knowing that we make them. But we end up doing work for money. And that's one way to make sure that it doesn't come. But when you work for the sake of the work that you're doing, where the work is satisfying and you look forward to doing it every day, where the work involves a great team, involves you using your potential and your gifts, oh, that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then it just flows in. My dog told me yes. something interesting that, you know, abundance is like a river. It goes by, it's continually flowing, and you don't have to reach out and grab it. It flows in, it flows out, and you just enjoy it. Abundance, according to a dog. <laughs> and yes, that is absolutely true. In fact, Judy, I know this is quite early in the call, but this understanding of money being this river, being this ever flowing, babbling brook and stream, that actually is one of the exercises I do do in my group work. And I don't know if any of you all will remember this from a long back call, but I'd love to share it with everybody right now. It will take us just about five minutes. I'm all game. I'm sure everyone would love it. Yes, let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. So everybody, first of all, I need you to charge your water accordingly. So you're going to take your glass of water or your bottle of water, And in that, you're going to say, yes, I am healthier and wealthier now. And why am I saying healthier and wealthier? You all will see when we do some more more chatting around the 25 unconscious blocks. So here's what you're going to do next. At the side of the glass, you're going to say, yes, I am healthier and wealthier now. Swirl the water slightly so it's not sloshing out of your glass, and have a sip. Lovely. And once you've had a sip or many sips, I just want you to sit back comfortably, close your eyes, and see yourself standing on the banks of a gigantic river. It's deep, it's broad, it's gently flowing. If I asked you to put a foot into the water, would you be comfortable to do that? Check. If you're not comfortable, just say, I'm comfortable, you can leave now. If you're scared, Say, scared, you can leave now. 
Take your time. Step into the river. It's deep. But you know how to swim. In this dimension, you know everything. And I want you to come to the middle of the river where you realize that there is this pipeline, big round pipeline that's actually flowing water into the river. Check what is flowing into the river. Is it a trickle? Is it a steady stream? I now want you to start seeing the source of the pipe. However far it is, you can see it. And from the source of the pipe, you start becoming aware that a wave is building up. Like this flood of water is now, begun, now beginning to gush down the pipe. It bursts out and onto you. And maybe you sink into the water a bit. That's okay because you know what this water is. It's the depth and the breadth and the sources of money. You might even start seeing notes of money. You might start seeing gold coins. The steady stream or the trickle or the drip drop that the pipe had before now has this torrent of water gushing out and into the river. And the river doesn't overflow because the river is always flowing. And when you look ahead, you see the river flows down and at the end meets the ocean. I want you to enjoy this torrent of water coming down on you. Splash around. And then, come back to your side of the bank. The moment you come out, you are dry. And see this pipe now. Across the river, on the other side. Is the flow bigger, larger, faster, stronger? And now sitting from this side, again, I want you to see the source of the pipe where another wave is building up. It doesn't even wait. It comes bursting through and out the pipe again. You're just sitting and watching. Allowing this gush of water to fill the river as the river continuously flows. Take a deep breath into your nose. Open your mouth and sigh. 
gently open your eyes halfway, close them, open them halfway, close them, and then open them fully and have another sip of your turbocharged water. Tell me, how did that make you feel? What did you see? And how are you feeling about money right now? Take your time. I have a humongous smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. The power of the river and the pipe also have the power to ease up money worries, money stresses, money anxieties. So check how is everybody feeling around money right now? More hopeful, more optimistic, have a sudden sense of realization that it's not so hard. I don't have to struggle so much. Yeah, Leanne says that gushing water so much, so fast, that there was a waterfall at the end of the river. Oh, from Australia. Thank you, Leanne. It reminded me, and it was interesting, I ended up, of all rivers, I ended up on the banks of the Nile. Wow, the longest river in the world. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of abundance, huh? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Massive abundance. Banks of the Nile, which was interesting because, I mean, in, uh, where I live, I'm, I'm around, you know, I see rivers and, and things and. In Wyoming, I see a river, but it was interesting and also triggered me. I used to work with this uh, internationally famous motivational speaker and minister, and he always said, you can go to the ocean with a thimble or you can have a pipe, and that's with abundance. You can either go to the ocean of, of abundance, the ocean of money, get a little thimble filled with the abundance, or you can have a pipeline and have that continual abundance of money just flowing to you all of the time. Wow. Yeah. And we do, you know, we yeah, we all have that pipeline. We just don't realize it's there and we don't realize that it's in our hands to actually speed up or manage the flow. In fact, did everybody see how the money got translated directly in the pipe, like when you first saw it, like was it a trickle, was it a drip drop, was there just some 
water lying at the base but not pouring into the river or was it a steady stream the way that your money is in your life you would have seen it exactly like that yes now there are different people writing in um Maribeth from oh Drake Colorado I'm uh, feeling fabulous about money coming in wonderful wonderful Evangel says, um, I saw golden coins flowing through the pipe all around me. Huge yawns now. Feel a little lighter, still slightly anxious. All right, and then who else was here saying? Evangel uh, says, tightness in tummy and throat. And... And that's like, good about money and monies. Radha says that from Bangalore. I've been to Bangalore. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Radha. <laughs> oh, you know that person? Yeah, Bangalore. Yes. Beautiful yes. city. I loved it. It was a wonderful city. And then another person says, saw black things, animals maybe coming out of the pipe. By the end, tried to let them flow into the ocean. In, in parentheses, cleansing. Also felt emotional at the time in the visualization. That's interesting. And Trishy said, water tastes sweeter. Money is is there and it will come. Yes. And I'm sorry if I'm not saying all of these words correctly. Sayukta from Mumbai. Money flows flow comes to me. Yes, it's flowing right to you. And Deline says the voices are rather soft. Is okay, I will up her. And Thelma from Chicago. <laughs> Feeling lovely and happy about money. It has become my friend. Oh, that's wonderful to be a friend to money. Money loves to be a friend. Hi. Thanks, Thelma. Did you become a water baby? I'm sorry, what were you saying? I, mean, I was asking Thelma if she became a water baby because you need to be in the river the first time around. So you need to be surrounded by that that ocean of consciousness in the middle of the water, realizing that money is your friend, your best friend, is cleansing, it's purifying, there's everything good about money. And then Linda from Niagara Falls says, love me too. Oh, we feel such peace and safety. Oh, that's a wonderful feeling to have. And thank you. Thank you. Yes. And then, oh, from Switzerland, beautiful Switzerland, Bridget says, uh, feel very good in my golden money stream, letting the surrounding banks and surroundings flourish. That's a question. What is block NR8? It's not listed. Sorry, what is the question? And hi, Bridget. Hi, you know, Bridget. hi everybody. Hi, Sayota. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, very good, Bridget. Very good, Bridget. Number eight was not included in the list. I we will find out what that is. Interesting. I hadn't you know, I hadn't seen that, but you're very perceptive. Very yes, we will find out. Bridget. So, some wonderful responses. And um, 
Okay, Natalia from Portugal. Hi, Natalia. Says, very scared to enter in the river. Felt safe after. Yes, I had some hesitation too, Natalia, stepping into that river because it wasn't the the flowing river that I'm... The color was different. It was more brown. And Nina says, hello, Judy and Nidhu. I saw gold coins, and it felt refreshing and abundant. Thank you. Ooh, wonderful. Thank you. Hi, Nina. Thank you. And then Amanda says, from the U.K., Normally, I have fear of not having enough money. The work with Nizu has made me feel more deserving of having monies and a more positive energy around receiving. Yay. Yes, that is yes wonderful. That. Right. And hi, too, Feeling more deserving. That is so important because, you know, we really do deserve it, and a lot of times there are lots of blocks to that. So... Okay, exactly. Gwen in San Diego says, lots and lots of flow was in a river in Montana. Oh, yeah. River in Montana after two large rivers joined together. It's a scary part of the river, and it included it through the decrees. Felt totally supported after. Uh, you chose a beautiful place to be. Uh, so, and Neil says, I could feel gold coins around me. Vendana says, huge money coming to me. Money loves me. Yes, it does. Thank you. <laughs> yes to that. Yeah. Yes to that, Vandana. <laughs> uh huh. And yeah, and, and for Gwen, pleasure. Gwen loves Montana. I'm not surprised, Gwen, that you saw yourself there. I uh, Montana is so beautiful. I love it there. Linda says, "How recognize so many of our group on this call? Welcome, all newcomers. Join us." <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Linda. Yes to that. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's a, a reunion and all, all of you people, right? Right. Or new to me, yes. Another person, Anonymous, says, um, I saw the pipe overflowing, the flow was gushing, nice, clean, bluish-green water, and then lots of golden coins. Mm. And then Salma says, yes, I did become a water baby. It was wonderful. I could play and was not afraid of the water. That was great, Thelma. And Pretty is asking, when will my money blockages be released? (laughs) (laughs) As soon as you want them to, my love. It's only us holding on to them. Them also holding on to us, it becomes this reverse symbiotic relationship that takes place. But, okay, since you asked that question. Can I read one more? I'd like to read one more. Yeah. And Gwen says, yes. thank you for bringing her on. Yes, I'm so great she came into my life, Gwen. So Romalyn says from Rhode Island, thank you. Images are transforming. The pipe turned to gold pipe with initial energized water gushing from it. Then golden coins flowed out gently yet fully. Deep gratitude into feeling free, that life is filled with golden energy, Money's flowing continuously with ease, and life is filled financial with with financial prosperity and divine abundance. Wonderful. All right. Wow, wonderful, Romlin. Wonderful. And thank you, Gwen. Thank you. Yes. So what were you going to say? So I was going to do this other bit that I like to do 
especially when we're in a big group where we use the decree, the one word decree of yes. So I'm just going to ask six questions and y'all say yes as loudly as you can. Like if you can put your hands up while saying yes, just say yes. So can you remove all known and unknown blocks to big monies now? Yes. Will you remove all known and unknown blocks to big monies now? Yes. Can you remove your attachment to these known and unknown blocks to big monies now? Yes. Judy, join me. Will you remove your known and unknown blocks to big monies now? Yes. Can you remove the point of origin of these known and unknown blocks to big monies now? Yes. Will you remove the point of origin of these known and unknown blocks to big monies now? Yes. And now repeat after me. Thank you so much for releasing known and unknown blocks to big money now. And have another sip of your financially charged turbo water. And tell me, how did that make you all feel? Could you feel something opening somewhere? Could you feel something moving out somewhere? Could you feel a shift of something, like your head feeling a little lighter, shoulders are feeling more relaxed? Check and tell. Judy, how does it make you feel? Judy? Oh, okay. Okay, so um, how do I feel? I, I felt lighter, brighter. Um, yeah, lighter and brighter. Just, you know, like... For one thing, just yelling that loud. You know, we never get to yell that loud. (laughs) You know, you just yell that loud. So, and I find sometimes when you really yell, things happen. Things really do move quickly. Well, the squeaky wheel always gets the grease. But, yeah, maybe... We didn't have to yell it. We just had to cheer it on. So like this resounding yes, like like you're saying yes wholeheartedly. Even if you didn't and you just said it softly, it still works. How is everybody doing? How is everyone doing? I think I'm looking here. Uh, Nishta says, 
I felt more brighter, uh, brighter, happier, lighter, and confident. Felt like the heart opening. And Fantastic. Yes. And and uh, Van just says, Jan's experience, and I saw myself hands up smiling. So Marabeth uh, says, yes to all of the above. That was so fun. <laughs> And Leanne is saying, yes. feeling in the stomach. And Christina is just saying, yes, yes, yes. And oh, you you can help me with this one. Bug, okay, bug. And I like to I like to be able to pronounce words names correctly. Bagyalashima. Yes, Bagyalashima, right? Lakshmi Ma, yes. Ma is something we call her with because because she is just such an amazing mother to us all. So her name is Bhagya Lakshmi. Bhagya Lakshmi, okay, from Bangalore. Okay. Yes, you got yes, it. It's, yes, it's a joy to be here. Wishing everyone greater all-around abundance starting now. We all, I think everyone will accept that blessing. Thank you. Thank you, yes. Yes. Thank you, Ma. And Christina is saying, Judy and everyone felt so great being in the river, felt big flow of bright money and gold coins. Oh, and then Rosie from London says, I love the water. I just jumped in as I love being in the water. The pipe was so full of money, and it was gold coins and full of notes. I saw dolphins as the river met the oceans. Ooh, I love dolphins. So... Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes, I know dolphins. They're, they're, boy, what is it? Oh, yeah, dolphins are wonderful. And Delene from Cape Town, which I absolutely love, uh, totally new to your show and it is work. Oh, wonderful, Delene. So happy to have you. Do you do many clearings and activations? Well, on all my shows, we do some clearings and activations and with, um, yeah, with new too, where we're going to be doing a lot. So, but we always do something—a meditation, something that uh, I, I always tell my speakers that I want something to be them to share something that everyone listening to the show will benefit from. That they will experience something, some maybe just a slight transformation or a huge transformation. But everyone gets really some some substantial value from the show. That's really my intention. So, so I hope that answers your question. And Sayukta from Mumbai, Mumbai says, "Gratitude always, dear Nidhu." Okay. Thank you, so, Sayukta. Thank you, girl. Yes. Oh yeah, Mandy says, "I love saying yes to all those sentences that felt so powerful." Mhm. And Nikhil says, <laughs> "Felt goosebumps while yelling yes." <laughs> and then Dana says. Uh, goosebumps on hands and all over as I said yes. Yes, it's a powerful thing. And then Christine says, we are all blessed and loved non-judgmentally and unconditionally no matter what. With Nithu as her beautiful heart holds us all and we open and shift together, together, together every single time. Beauty, ease, and grace cared and shared. Oh, wow. I think I want to book Thank you for you, like two days a week for the next 50 weeks. 
Yes, to that. <laughs> the regular show. Well, I, I could reduce it to one time a week, and we could have a show one time a week. It would bring such joy to my heart and would serve so many people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, Elsa from Mumbai says, pain in my left shin. That's interesting. Ah, right. Okay. So the left shin, yeah, has to do with fear of receiving. Like it could take place in two ways. So you could have a fear of receiving because somewhere you learned that you were not worthy and receiving, worthy and deserving of receiving. And the other is where you received, but you received more bad than good. So somewhere now there could be the fear of opening up the receiving because one, you're not sure if you're worthy and deserving, and two, you're not sure if what you're going to end up receiving will be more of the bad. In fact, uh, I'm, so one of the things that I'm doing on my package is this, is this demolition code. So a demolition code is like the opposite of the creation code. So a demolition code is something that I do on my remote sessions, like I do these, uh, I do these clearings. So just tell me how much is the pain in the shin right now? You want him to write in. And and while you let us know that, I just want to say to the one who saw dolphins, dolphins are a messenger of joy. Therefore, their coming up for you means there's money on the way. Like symbolically as well, the universe reaches out to let us know various signs that we are on the right path towards money and dolphins is one of them. There's dolphins, there's squirrels, there's unicorns, <laughs> there's roses, there's rainbows, there's a four-leaf clover the horseshoe, these are all messages from the universe that you're on the right path. So it's awesome that you saw the dolphins. Is it because you're already leading a joyful life or do you have to bring in more joy and playfulness? Mm-hmm. Yes, very definitely. Bringing in a lot of joy. Oh, wow, yes. Corinna says, from Malibu says, love the yes, throwing my hands up and cheering money in. Huge love and gratitude to you, dear dear Nidhu. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of love and joy to you and everybody. And Maribeth says, just to confirm, in the last sentence that Nidhu said, was the word remove or release or something else? It was hard for me to hear that one word. Thank you to both of you for sharing your beautiful gifts and wisdom. I said release, but you're so amazing that you picked up on the word remove because I was going to say release and remove, and then I only said release. So that's absolutely amazing. You can use either of them. You can also use the word letting go. Anything that means it's gone. So in that particular body of work, which is known as the YES protocol, in the YES protocol, once we finish saying YES, 
we also want to thank that part of us that, that does the work for us. We don't do the work. We only give the instruction for the work to be done, and then the energy does the rest. So we thank that part of us. Thank you so much for letting this go now. Thank you so much for releasing this. Thank you so much for removing this. Thank you so much for healing this. So however you want to use it, please feel free to. Great, yes. And then Prima from oh, Kerala, which is a beautiful state. I, I still remember being there. It's so beautiful. Uh, she says, new to your show, Judy, but a fan of Nithu. Since the water is sipping, I feel energy moving on my right leg with pain. It's reducing as I type this out, and I feel it's pretty something getting released, and it will be gone by the end of the call. Thank you for this call. Well, you're most, most welcome. Thank you, Kareen. Yes, that is a release taking place. Even the pain in the shin is a form of release because what happens when you do the work towards attracting, the block starts becoming visible. It can become visible in the body. It can become visible as something in the mind because the inner critic is always ready to step in and say, oh, you think you're going to get this. Who do you think you are? How can you even ask for this? There are so many people suffering in the world. Whatever tone your inner critic takes on. So you will start becoming aware of either a feeling that's coming up or a symptom in the body or how you're thinking. So you're absolutely right. It is a release going on. And I didn't hear back on the shin, but if there's anybody else who's having a reaction in the body, please let Judy know, and I'm going to do the demolition code for you so you know how it will be when we start working on the package because I'm going to be doing that every single day. Oh, great. So now there is uh, Rada, uh, let's see. It, okay. Alpha says it's around a six on a scale of ten. Is that the pain in the shin? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Give me 10 seconds. And was that Alpa? Did you say Alpa, Judy? Uh, who? Uh, Alpa? Yeah, Alpa. Alpa. Hi, Alpa. Check again, Ma. Any other symptoms showing up for anybody else? Can I can I send oh, the yes. demolition code to anybody else? 
Right. Um, let's see, Liz. Liz is uh, having pain in the bottom of my left foot, like a bone that has dropped. And then Leanne says the stomach. Um, and, you know, Leanne, let's see, Leanne, the stomach, yes. If everyone, uh, you know, a lot of you are writing in twice, and it's... If you can just write in one time, and I'm scrolling so I see them, but when there's two of the same post, it's uh, it just takes more time. So if you could just write in once, and that will help me get to you actually faster than if you write in twice. So yes, I think that's it right now. All right, Liz, starting for you. Check in 10 seconds. Leanne, starting for you. Check in 10 seconds. And done. Uncheck. Alpha, Liz, Leanne. Are you still working on them? No, it's done. When I asked them to check, it was done. Okay, uh, Liz is saying, wow, pain eased up, but still quite sore. Um, now we have, and then Alpha says, oh my gosh. Yeah, Alpha says, oh my gosh, pain reduced to 2 on 10. Thank you so much, Nitu. And give it another 10 seconds, and it will reduce further. Leanne, give it another 10 seconds. Let me do something for the soreness. Demolition code coming your way. Check in 10 seconds. Now, were you working on Prima with her right leg? That's right. How is she doing? She says, my pain on right leg is still going on. Now, I'm, I'm not sure if I've got 
new update from her. Karina, check in 10 seconds. And I did another round for everybody. So Liz, Leanne, Alpha, Karina, tell us. Okay. Alpha says, and now gone. Poof. Yay. That's That's wonderful. Yes. And Leanne is saying from an eight to a four. All right, and just give it another few seconds because it will continue to work. It will continue to work for 24 hours. Usually when there is pain, there becomes a journey of the pain. So it can become diffused, it can become heavy, it can become sore, it can become stiff. The important thing is the energy is shifting. It's moving because pain is a very, very stuck energy. So as long as you can sense these movements, it's all good. It's bearable, right? And another thing that I want you all, yeah, want you all to do with whatever is pending, so like Leanne, you said four times, so you just say remaining pain, you can leave now four times. You can leave now is the four-word decree. It's Saturn's decrees, and just by the way, We're in the pre-shadow retrograde period for Saturn because he goes retrograde on the 11th, which is just like round the corner, like we're going to meet at any second. You know, uh, Meredith has a great idea here. There are so many people, now that you started working on people's physical uh, issues, is it possible for Nidu to do a group demolition clearing for any and all pain that anyone may be feeling? There's a lot of pain in this group. A lot of things oh. physically going on with them. So um, Correct. Yes, very much. In fact, because I thought there were only four names, as it is only for four, but let's do it for the whole well, there group. there were four, but Everybody? Then, then they multiplied. They had babies. <laughs> like rabbits. <laughs> rabbits, all of a sudden, they just multiplied. So, yeah, there were four, but then it multiplied greatly. <laughs> all right, my darlings. Have some water. The I am healthier and wealthier water. Mm-hmm. And three times, please say, I am willing, I am willing, I am willing. I am willing, I am willing, I am willing. willing, I am willing. And I'll tell you about I am willing if there is time for that. But having said it, because Judy has said it, so I'm going to start in three, two, started.
you all should be receiving it by now. I'm still continuing because it's the whole group. I'll take 30 seconds, so just another 15 seconds. Have another sip of water, everybody, and give it a few more seconds and check. I am done. It has fully reached everybody. So check and tell. And then check again in the next 10, 20 seconds and tell. Any results? Judy, how are you doing? Because I included you as well. Just Judy? Hello? Hello? Yeah, How are hello. you doing, Judy? Hi. Oh, fine. <laughs> fine. So let me see how everyone's doing here. Oh, my. <laughs> Liz is saying that her foot pain is down to about a two. It was an eight. Thank you, Nidia. Fantastic. And then Josie, 
Oh, let's see. New pain is emerging in the lower back on scale of 8 on 10 from Anil. There are so many of these. So, um, Anil, did you say it's emerging? Hang on. Let me do one more group round. Starting. Started. And check. In fact, let me tell you the other exercise that's wonderful and that I would require yours to do for the next about 11 days. And this particular exercise is to do with the reaction that you're having to the receiving and the being in the energy of money. In having attracted it, in having activated the source to increase the gush of money, the parts of you that cannot receive it, that cannot handle it, that don't know what to do with lots of lots of money, that part of you is going to be protesting. So here's what I want all of us to do. First of all, if you're in pain still, you can leave now. I want you to hold your index finger and middle finger on the right side with your left hand. Just hold both of these fingers together, your pointer finger and your middle finger. Just gently hold it with the opposite left hand and then sit comfortably. Close your eyes. And I want you to see in front of you with your eyes closed, wall of bricks. As I mention it, it will come up. Big wall, small wall, a wall where you just can't see beyond it, you can't see over it, you can't see under it. It's blocking your future. It's blocking what's next for you. And now I want you to see, as I give the demolition code, I want you to see the bricks in the wall beginning to separate, like jigsaw puzzle pieces separate. Like that, the bricks are beginning to separate, opening up, and then flying off into the distant sky. Maybe some bricks will stay, and that's okay. See the wall just whooshing out into outer space. Nephew, nephew, 
Yes. I have to step downstairs. I have something to tell you. I have. I'm going to have to step away from the phone. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. We'll come to you, my darling. Once you see these bricks flying away from you and you have a sense of completion, I want you to open your eyes. And I want you to see how you're feeling. Tired, relaxed, drained, lighter, heavier, want to go to sleep, how are you feeling right now? And while I can't see your comments, I'm just going to assume that some of y'all are a little tired and drained, and some of y'all are just feeling calmer and quieter. Have some more of the water because they're going to return to the wall. Ready, everybody? Sit comfortably again. Close your eyes. See the wall. Is it a fresh wall? Is it a new wall? Or is it just bits and pieces from the old wall? Stubborn pieces. Pieces that say, until you pay me attention, I'm just not going to go. Second round of demolition codes coming your way. And you're going to see even these stubborn ones fall apart and start flying away. This time around, when you see them flying away, I want you to physically see them flying out of your body, out of the window towards the sun. Even if it is dark where you are, like in India, it's late for us. Even then, you would know which direction the sun sets in. I want you to see these bricks flying out of you, flying out of the window towards the setting sun. Demolition code on their way.
demolition codes have all been received. Even the hardest brick in the wall should be flying out. And then whenever you're ready, come back to this dimension, have some water, and see how you're feeling now. Oh, I'm sure that was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. And let Judy know, while you are still recovering from this, I'm going to mention what that wall is. That wall is the wall of the unconscious. So the thing about the unconscious is that it's part of the subconscious. But have you ever had a time where you knew you shouldn't do something or you knew you should do something and you didn't do it? So you knew, which means that it wasn't your subconscious holding you back because you were aware your subconscious was conscious. The unconscious is the part of us that stores our habits, that stores our limiting beliefs. The unconscious is very difficult to realize until you do. Until you hear somebody, until you realize you're being triggered very badly, until you catch your behavior as they are happening, the unconscious does not like to be seen. Therefore, it is the shadow and dark part of the subconscious. This is the place where we keep our demons, our beasts. You ever had a desire to kill somebody? And all of us at some point wanted to kill somebody. We didn't act on it because there were other parts of us that managed that desire. But the unconscious holds such dreams and fantasies. A lot of you, you all would have heard the phrase self-sabotage. That's not the subconscious. The subconscious carries your experiences, carries the data. But the strengthening of that experience and it becoming a hard brick, that is carried by the unconscious. And so you could have done a lot of healing work in your life and yet be in the same pattern. The unconscious requires a different kind of work. You cannot change the unconscious with the conscious, with control, with free will. It backfires very badly, as anybody who's ever been on a severe diet knows. You've controlled it, and then it's broken, and then you could just never return to that again. The unconscious always finds a way to win. 
So you can't get rid of it. You can only heal it and gently bring it into the light. So all of us have monies, right? Like, because money comes. By the very virtue of doing some work, money comes because money always follows work. Whether it's work that we're struggling in or whether it's work that brings us joy, only the degree of money varies. But money follows work. And big money can elude us because we get so comfortable in just managing with what we get. And then there's the unconscious there saying all kinds of things without us realizing that we have this voice in us, that we have this power part of us that's not in alignment with what our conscious mind is saying. Are we ready for the 25 unconscious blocks you have? Another word for the unconscious block? Habit. Action. Reactive action. Wall. You know you shouldn't have that second plate of cookies. And this, by the way, is my example. But you do. You know you should go for a walk, but you don't. You know it's just about getting out of bed on time, but somehow it's just simpler to hit that snooze button. The unconscious plays a role in our lives in ways that you cannot imagine. It is so deep and so strong and so powerful. I also want to say one more thing about the unconscious. And that's that in a period of a retrograde, and there are many retrogrades coming up in the next few days, Saturn, Jupiter, Venus, Pluto is already retrograde. The unconscious fights to be seen and heard. In a retrograde, the unconscious takes over. Therefore, retrogrades are very potent times for healing, very potent times for becoming the master of your life instead of being victim to your own habits. So are we ready to change that with money? And remember, the word is big money. Because money comes anyway. But big money, oh, that brings the unconscious out of the darkness and in the light screaming, no, no, no. You might be coming from the power of yes, but the unconscious always comes from the power of no. And we've seen this with tyrants and bullies. We always end up giving in to what it is that they want. And it works like that with the unconscious. Not that the unconscious is a bully or a tyrant. It really, truly doesn't know any better. It's just the sum total of all these habits that we've gotten used to because of certain experiences that we've had. If we've had too much trauma and abuse, the desire to hide 
be invisible, not be seen, not step out, not speak up, becomes a habit. But it's there for our safety. So the unconscious is by itself also unconscious. It doesn't know it's holding us back. Therefore, not to treat it as the bad guy, but just a part of us that we need to heal, cleanse, and gently and lovingly bring into the light. It's the cobweb in the corner you don't notice until you sorry, start sweeping everywhere. I'm just going to have some turbocharged water. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. So, starting at the bottom of the list of 25, you've seen this list, this list, and one of you all noticed something very special about this list, and we'll come to that as well. 25 is poor self-care, which includes hygiene. Poor self-care has to do with lack of self-worth. And self-worth includes healthy self-love and self-esteem. When I say self-care, I mean all aspects of self-care. Whether it's being well-groomed with clean, fresh clothes, whether it's keeping the environment tidy, or whether it's making healthy choices in jobs and relationships setting healthy boundaries. I include all of that as part of self-care. Taking time for rest and solitude, that is also self-care. Every time we deny ourselves this self-care, our solar plexus and stomach becomes weak. And the, the solar plexus stomach area is what manages our self-worth. Our self-worth is directly proportionate to net worth. Low self-worth, low net worth. It's as simple as that. Poor self-care also gives rise to very untidy, messy, dirty, dusty, cluttered environments, which means money can't find its way to us easily. The path is not clear. Unconscious block, number 24, death. Over and over, I have seen that everybody who's in debt comes on to do money work because they think the solution lies in attracting big amounts of money. But that never happens with debt because debt is a rock tied to our feet and a boulder on our shoulders. Like Sisyphus in Greek mythology, every time we roll the boulder up the hill, it comes down over and over. Even with people who have debts of thousands of dollars, which means they have the power to attract that kind of money, they have nothing to show for it. Debt only attract more debt. So the desire to get lots of money to cover the debt 
as well as have lots left over just never happens. In fact, it gives rise to another energy, that of desperation and depression, which are also not energies to awaken the billionaire within. I'm going to use the word billionaire because instead of saying big monies, I am pushing it to the bigger monies, like billionaire. Like at this point, there will be parts of you that are going to stand up and want to be heard. Parts of you are going to stand up and suddenly pay attention. I also want to say that over and over I have seen that debt comes from very old childhood programs of being unwanted and unloved. Debt always carries very, very low self-worth, which means very, very low net worth. In fact, one of the calls on my four-week package is a call on debt because debt has to be treated very differently. If you sign up on a program and say that this program is going to give me that big amount of money that's going to clear my debt as well as give me enough to spend and make me financially free or secure, it's not going to happen. Debt first has to be worked on the debt itself. You have to clear the debt before you can have space to bring in bigger amounts of money. Unconscious block 23. Immediate resistance when having to pay out money and feeling bad, resentful, angry at the actual giving. When we immediately feel bad or resentful or angry when someone asks for money, our own asking is also impacted because we too will get the same response when we ask, which means that we will have to work really hard and our results will also be mixed. In one sentence, when we have trouble giving, we have trouble getting. I have seen people say that to me about this particular unconscious block, that it's not that I don't want to give, it's that I want to save. Don't I have the right to save? Don't I have the right to keep it for myself? Of course. The awareness here is the reaction that comes when you are asked for that money, including when you are at the sales counter having finished your shopping. Like happy to have shopped, but now suddenly feeling all kinds of negativities at having to shell out the money. Watch out for that reaction. It's telling you something very important. Unconscious block 22. Sleeping late. I wish I could, I could ask you all how do you think that's connected, but I'll tell you all anyway. This one goes back to ancient proverbial wisdom. Early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. And there is a science to this. Morning time is the time of the sun. 
yang energy, masculine yellow white light power, action, decision, proactivity, vigor, vitality. How do you think a billionaire becomes a billionaire? They were not sleeping late, I guarantee you. The first time that my team, my team read this, and they were like, but what about things like the film industry? Like everybody's working from like 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. Like what about them? And the, and the thing to that, the answer to that, is that there are creative people who follow the cycle of the moon because the moon is about creativity. The sun is about taking action on that creativity. But it's hard to do that for your whole life. Because sleeping in late means your entire diurnal system is out of whack with the normal cycle of the sun and moon. You're not in the flow of the universe. Time goes awry. And I'll also please remind you all that everything I'm mentioning right now, we all do it at some point or the other. It is if it's a habit that it's an unconscious block. So it's not a block if it happens once in a while. Once in a while, we all have a late night. We all sleep and late, as I hope a lot of y'all will do tomorrow, especially those of y'all in India and other parts of the world where it is late night right now. But sleeping in late, my darling, does not give us the action, energy, bandwidth to move ahead as much as we could do. I have seen without exception that when we wake up early, we get more done in the day. Lots yeah, more there, accomplished. There are some people who say that they're more a night person. And I know a lot of speakers who are late night owl people. You know, the 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock, they're going to bed. Do you feel that everyone fits this would be better for everyone going to bed early and getting up early, even though some people say that they're just not made that way? Or is it that they become a habit? It becomes a habit for sure because everybody, however they were, were waking up at 6 a.m. to get ready to go to school. At some point, this shifted. And I will not say that this is the best cycle because the moon cycle is the creative cycle. It's the silent cycle, the solitude cycle. It's the romance cycle. And it does work for some, not some, quite a few people, but it's not sustainable. Nobody 80 years old is, is doing this cycle. It stays for a while when your productivity is at its highest, your creativity flow is at its highest, but at some point, you're going to have to return to this. I don't think Warren Buffet is, is sleeping at 6 a.m. <laughs> I don't think he is either. There, there are a lot of the right. internet marketer people who, you know, they, they wake up at 4 or 5 o'clock to start their day. That's right. And Correct. I'm like, Really? <laughs> and and in fact, one category of people that that has to do that by virtue of their job are farmers. And you know, farmers 
are one of the richest categories of people. Yes, there are poor farmers as well, but farmers make tons of money. Did you all know this? And for a moment there, because I'm so used to group calls, Judy, for a moment there, I thought I was going to see an answer somewhere that said yes or no. We didn't know that. But all right. Heading on to I'm sorry, unconscious I block. Okay. Now, I was asking if everybody knew that farmers make tons of money. Farmers? Yeah, farmers. farmers. They're all out. Oh, yeah, farmers. Yeah, they're all farmers. Farmers. Farmers and ranchers, I, you know, came from a ranch background. Oh, yes, and they are not, they're not sleeping light. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. And they hardly ever sleep in. And money flows, flows wonderfully. Unconscious, block number 21, lack of exercise, work, working out because the universe is literal. Another word for exercise is working out. What do you all think? Does it have to work out with money to be a billionaire or does it not have to work out with money to be a billionaire? When you exercise, you work out. When you work out, other things start working out. Not to mention that when you work out, we have enough stamina, strength, confidence, feel good about ourselves, and that energy the universe responds to immediately as well. So working out, my darling, please make sure it's part of your list. However much or little you work out, working out is a priority for anybody on the journey to big money. Unconscious block number 20, suppression of sexuality, and sensuality. And I have seen this with my gay friends, creative people, intelligent. Have you noticed how bright most gay people are? They're super bright. They're amazing. And yet something holds them back from the big money. The suppression of sexuality, sensuality, attractiveness in a man or a woman, our libido, is a measure of our power to connect with and influence others. And we can't be billionaires in an island. We can't be billionaires in an isolation. Stepping out, networking, dressing the part, planning, brainstorming, speaking up effectively, creating large enterprises, marrying into rich families, all of these come from a healthy, sacral chakra, the orange Swadishthana, our chakra of sex, pleasure, and potency. By the way, pleasure is also an act of self-care. And I mean healthy pleasure, not guilty pleasure. Although some of us can be, can be so wounded in our worthiness and deserving that we don't think that we deserve to have pleasure. Like there's a price we must pay every time we have pleasure. Not true, my darlings. You want to celebrate this chakra. Not to say, please go out and sleep with somebody. <laughs> express yourself. Express your attractiveness. Dress up. How many days of the week do you dress up? And how many days of the week do you dress down? 
be mindful of what it is that you wear every day. Unconscious block, anger. Now, anger by itself is not an unconscious block because everybody who gets angry knows they're angry. But it becomes an unconscious block when it's a habit. When it becomes the go-to reaction to every situation. And in anger, there's impatience, there's frustration, there's shrieking, there's yelling, there's discord, there's noise. So if the reaction is becoming more this angry family reaction, then you're looking at an unconscious wall. Because anger uses up tons of energy, which is why it's very hard to hold on to. If you were angry in the morning, you're not going to be angry in the evening. But if you've been angry over years and years because of things that happened, things that were said and done, that anger starts becoming a part of us. Then we're just angry. Sometimes we're just angry for no rhyme or reason. And the next thing you know, it's shutting down the heart chakra. So it leaves us with no way of knowing joy. When we don't know joy, we will not be able to follow the guidelines and messages that come that tell us, oh, this is fun, this is light, this is the work I should be doing. Anger is not a money blocker. It's a money stopper. Tons of anger gives rise to weight projects, unwellness, illness. All fevers, for example, are anger. If you are prone to sinusitis and cold, there's anger. The energy of disconnection, because you know the universe applies it to everything, also becomes a disconnection with money. Think about it. Does a billionaire need a cool head or a hot head? Is a cool head a way to maintain and manage large sums of money? Or is a hot head? Unconscious block, 18. Toxic relationships. So there are three parts to the energy of money. Money is 3D reality. 3D means space, time, bandwidth. If you have space, time, and bandwidth, you will make tons of money. If space, time, and bandwidth is getting used up somewhere else, which is what happens in an unconscious block, you don't have enough left over for money. In toxic relationships, all our time, energy, space, bandwidth is used up to try and feel safe defend ourselves, attack when provoked. Relationships define our environment, be it home or office or social situations. It's exhausting to be in a toxic relationship. And it takes us to point 25, which is lack of self-care. When we don't really care about ourselves, we stay in toxic relationships. And in toxic relationships, it's really hard to take care of ourselves because we're always in a threatening environment. So we invariably make poor choices and decisions because we're always in 
fight or flight. We're always in survival mode, and that is the only decisions that we can make. We cannot thrive because all of our resources are now being used up to survive the relationship. I also see sleep cycles completely off for those in traumatic relationships. So that also stops us, you know, from being healthy, wealthy, and wise. Traumatic relationships take up time, lots and lots of time. And even this I have seen so often where a woman will say, but I have no choice. I don't have the money to leave. And so you must remember this other secret to money, which is if you're waiting for the money to come to take action, then that is the action you must take for the money to come. Every time you make a decision that has to do with your self-worth and your self-esteem and self-respect and self-love, I have seen the universe step in to support unconditionally. It's just that staying in the toxic relationship is a habit. Big, fat brick in that wall. Unconscious block, 17. Unless you already had lots of money to start with, excess weight, and I mean excess weight. So I don't mean like, like five pounds and six pounds. I mean like excess weight, weight that you've been lugging around for a long time, like obese weight, does not let us work out peacefully, does not let us sleep peacefully, and just by the nature of the largeness, takes up so much space that it's hard to have space for money. Right? You all remember these three things around money? Time, space, bandwidth. Do you have the time? Do you have the space? Do you have the bandwidth? In overweight projects, it's very hard to have space. You might still have the time, but you'll find yourself making easier choices like sleeping in late, and you know what that does. Unconscious block 15. Entities and psychic attacks come when we are not protected, when we are not safe. It carries a lot of energy of having attracted jealousies, judgment, criticism, schadenfreude. Schadenfreude is a German word that has to do with how we celebrate when a celebrity has a bad day. It's the joy of bringing down somebody who we think has much more than us. And if we've been through that a lot in our lives, it opens us up to entities and psychic attacks. And entities and psychic attacks play havoc with our bandwidth. Again, we move into survival mode. So we want to take decisions that are all around surviving and feeling safe and trying to protect ourselves. Where's the bandwidth for money? And big money is my darling. Money comes, but big money, big money requires that you make the time that you make the bandwidth, that you make the space for it, that you commit to it. 
unconscious block 14, 13, 12, 11. Disliking rich people or coveting their money and partners. Praying to win the lottery overnight without buying a ticket and expecting it to show up on Monday morning. Wishing rich people start distributing money. Hoping somebody will die and leave it to you. These are all, and I'm so sorry my darling, but these are all beggar mentalities. Because they all have the desire that somebody else do it for you. Save you, care for you, make your bed for you, make you rich for you. And while there are probably rich beggars, the fact is that we associate poverty with beggars. For those of us who are not leading the lives of beggars, but are habituated to thinking like this, feeling like this, joining a program, thinking something like this might happen, that's poverty consciousness. Poverty consciousness is the opposite of billionaire vibration. Millionaire vibration as well. No big monies come with poverty consciousness. And all of us would have had these thoughts at some point. So I repeat, it's not what comes once in a while. Although now that you know this, and if it comes, grab it. It's what becomes a way of living. Young, powerless, and immature minds come up with such solutions. So the part of us that's always a little bit like that, and all of us have a part like that, will sometimes ponder, gosh, they pay $100 million as their electricity bill. If only they would give me just 1% of that. Or if only, you know, they could, they could hand it out. Grab it. Give the clearing decree on it. You can leave now. Unconscious block 10. Expecting it to come without doing any work. Oh my. Easy money, right? We all wish. Well, it doesn't exist. Big money requires the ability to make big chances, take big chances, make big choices, take big risks. Wanting to sit back and waiting for it to fly in from the window is just a way to avoid your own power, potential, and purpose in getting to work. There is no substitute for the combination of hard work, smart work, a great team, and commitment to your work. No substitute for that. And this is also a good time for me to tell you and remind you of that other secret to money, which is commitment doesn't mean that commitment, I'm committed to getting a billion dollars. What you have to commit to is doing the work to get you a billion dollars. Even if that means driving an Uber two shifts a day for 20 years, if driving and patience are the gifts you have and, and something you enjoy. In fact, any commitment you make to just bringing in the money but not the work will make sure that the money doesn't come in. Unconscious block number nine, stuck past lives. Most of us have these. Experiences of being a nun or a monk 
or being burned at the stake or being outcast or tortured or stoned for our gifts makes it very hard to go after the big bucks. Very, very hard. We get held back by well-meaning but completely outdated walls. So let's do a little bit of a clearing for this right now. I want you to close your eyes, see the wall, and in this wall, there will be one brick that says past lives. I just want you to nudge that brick out. And when you do that, the other bricks will also start collapsing, breaking, crumbling, collapsing. All of them, I'm sending demolition codes. See them flying out of your body, out of the window, to whichever direction the sun is setting in. Just let it all fly out. You can let it continue to fly out as I go to unconscious block number eight. Huge block. And Bridget, you noticed it. One more person noticed it. Eight is not mentioned on the list. Does that give you an idea what eight is? Eight is lack of awareness. So when we start working on money, we have to keep our awareness open for all kinds of signs and messages, unexpected gifts, tax refunds, compliments, savings, treats. And of course, the big money is itself. Meeting old friends, the signs of dolphins, roses, horseshoes, cloves, squirrels. When you have a lack of awareness, you are going to say things like, I did everything you said, but nothing has worked for me. It's not possible. Whatever you do, it will work for you. Only your enjoyment of how it's working, your awareness of how it's shifting will work for you. I was speaking to this person about how it's been hard for her because of something that her daughter is going through. And I explained a little bit about how lineages carry on and how if the mother works, the child will automatically heal. And she gave me this, this blanket block, which was financial insecurity. So we did a check on that, and it was six. We gave the decree. I gave the demolition code. And, no, and normally, I am expecting results. Whatever the result is, even if it's a one-point shift, I'm expecting a result in 10 seconds because that's, that's the work. It speeds the work. So I asked her to let me know whatever her reaction is. Ten seconds went by. One minute went by, two minutes went by, five minutes went by. And those of you all who know, you know my speedster sessions are just 10 minutes. So five minutes had gone by. I asked her, I said, could you, could you sense any shift? She said, no, nothing's moved. So I said, check where your financial insecurity was at a six. How much is it now? And she was like, oh, my God, it's a one. See? That lack of awareness, 
will not tell you your signs of progress. That lack of awareness will not tell you the messages that the universe is giving you to change direction. This other person that I was working with on acute chronic financial shortage, money shortage, business just not working, shop just not working, I said, you've got to stop this work. There's something else you have to do. I don't know what it is. That answer will come when you stop this. For two years, she didn't listen. And now because of the lockdown, where she was forced to do it, she sent me a text to say, I finally understand. That lack of awareness, where you will also not pay heed to a message coming to you directly, where you will just say, oh, but tell me the next thing you do. Tell me, but that person got so much on the group. That person got it, so why aren't I getting it? You tell me something else to do. Where the focus became the money and not the work. Money won't come. Unconscious block number seven. Ancestral lineage belief. And I'm going to let everybody take a water break because I want a water break. Suddenly, this is becoming a very long call, but thank you, my darling. Thank you for staying. <clears throat> yes, thank you, everyone, for staying. And I have something very funny for everyone to tell. Tell everyone a little bit later, so stay around for some hilarity. <laughs> Please, yes. Please go right ahead. Pardon? Please go right ahead. Are you saying that to me? Yes, you said you were going to say something for hilarity. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm usually around for my shows. Um, remember, Nidhu, I, I whispered to you that I I had to step away for a moment. That's you right. heard that, didn't you? Yes, okay. Yes. What happened is my neighbors were banging on my front door and my back door, and I'm sitting here like, I can't leave. I can't leave. So, you know, the universe serves you abundance. So one guy calls me, and he said, Judy, you better get down here. There are four cops at your door. Oh, they were all concerned about me because they heard me yelling. <laughs> they they thought I was oh, yelling help, but I was yelling yes. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, <laughs> so I go down there, and there are these four cute cops, you know, and, and I'm like, oh, and four cute ones too, you know. I was like. <laughs> And they they got a charge out of it, and I said, "Look," and I explained what was going on. I said, "We were yelling yes to money," and they were like, <laughs> "So I got four. I got an abundance of young, cute cops at my door. Nice, <laughs> nice. Your sacral chakra just started moving perfectly. Yeah. Awesome." <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> so 
that's why I I disappeared. I you know I know it's been great whatever you were doing, but I thought I I have never you know it's like comedy hour with you. I never know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this won't make you feel any better, but never do I as well. My <laughs> so if I'm ever yelling again, I'll I'll, I'll text my. Because I have my text and my phone off, you know, so they started banging on the doors <laughs> because I don't answer phones or take text messages. And Oh, my goodness. So that was a new one. Never had that happen before. Seven and a half years that <laughs> happened. Oh, oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> and the cops had, they, they really, they thought it was so funny. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, we got great cops in my Right. But I'm making the intention that should this ever happen again, that you be able to invite those cops to the call so everybody's sitting down and yelling yes. <laughs> yeah, they get it. And they're, uh, my county has some really nice guys. I love them. They're, you know, I told them I love them. So, And they say, you've got great neighbors that are looking out for you. So that. So yes, yeah, so I'm blessed. <laughs> it was so funny. Right. So never, never has that happened. So oh, I just had to share that, and I didn't get two cops. Usually you get two. I got four. <laughs> <laughs> Message from the universe. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So oh yeah. So that's why I've been absent. Got it. Got it. So fun. But yeah. I know you but I know you know all of this anyway, so catching up to you is like like a snap of the fingers. <laughs> you have hit on some very good things here that people need to hear and things, you know, like for myself, the re- good reminders. Uh, so you're going through this list is really a good list. Really a good list. You've hit on oh, some thanks. really good you know have working with so many people, um, you know, over the years, and seeing what comes in on the webcast and all the questions they ask, you're really you're really good at hitting some points that people really need to hear. And I have to start going to bed earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Yes, I do. So um, yes to that. <laughs> Yes to that, yes to that, yes. And you know what I'm going to do the rest of the day, don't you? You know, Nidhu. The yeah. motoring process. <laughs> I know. Last year I had five speakers talk about decluttering, and I think all my listeners got decluttered, but I was on to all my next speakers. So I never did any of their programs. <laughs> Wow, oh that was also a message. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, oh, my gracious. So, Well, my dear, you have some more wonderful wisdom here, so shall we continue? Oh, yes, please. Where was I? Ah, yes, ancestral lineage beliefs. Unconscious block seven. Now, normally... For those of y'all who received the email, I asked y'all to to gauge your billionaire potential. 
your big money vibration. And you would have given yourself four points for all of these. Now, for, for ancestral lineage beliefs and stuck past lives, you would automatically give yourself four because something would definitely be coming down the lineage, like, like money is bad, money is evil, rich people are corrupt, money does not grow on trees, don't look for more money, live within your means. It's greedy to want more. Girls should only be secretaries and teachers. All of these are part of our collective ancestral unconscious. Each family has a set of these or a variation of these. Every family. Basically saying, don't have big monies or don't have bigger monies. And since they've been around for so long in our generation, they are not part of our money software. They're part of our money-blocking hardware. It gets, it gets hard to let go of what it is that our family tells us. And that immediately takes me to unconscious block number six, which is family vows. I know you all have heard of past lie vows and oaths, but there are vows and oaths we also make to the family. And these are different from the ancestral belief, although the family carries the same belief. These are unconscious vows of loyalty, of being the good and obedient child, meaning that if the family was a certain way, then we also have to be a certain way. Every child knows without knowing that they are meant to carry the lineage forward. So if there was lack of money in the family, Guess what you're having right now as part of being an obedient child. Basically, we would make it a vow to continue the lineage as the lineage is. So if there was lack or poverty consciousness or even, God forbid, poverty, it will continuously keep showing up. Even if you've done money work and you've attracted a lot of money, the next thing you know, Big bills are showing up. People are showing up to ask for it. You're just having to spend it. And I want you to check. Isn't your money story right now mimicking either one parent's lineage or the others or both? You will be amazed to see how closely that mimicking takes place. Our families could have also had a vow of working for money. So I have to do this nine to five job because this is what brings in the bread. This is how my family survives. So even the concept of working for joy and fun, for working for lightness and whiteness and brightness is alien to the family. That will also make it very hard and give rise to unconscious block number five, which is working for money instead of joy and fun. How many times in your life have you said, I have to do what I am doing because that's the only way I'm going to bring in the money? I can't tell you how important it is for us to understand this. When we decide to become Tupperware salespeople, most of us buy into the sales pitch of making tons of money. Most people sign up because of the lure of the money. 
But the ones who do really well are the ones who buy into the product. They like it, they use it, they tell all their friends about it. They convert their lifestyle to a Tupperware lifestyle. The person trying to organize a meet only with the agenda of sales may be successful once or twice, but it is not sustainable. It cannot be. Your work has to be what you're looking forward to, an office that you're looking forward to, people that you're looking forward to, the sharing of your creativity, your talents, your gifts that you look forward to every day. It's why you sleep early so that you can wake up quickly and get to work. If work is a struggle, you have to change direction. The unconscious will step in and say, no, I'm not going to allow that. Well, if you are in such a job or doing work like this, let us please take a look at that wall again. See how the wall is coming up every time I bring up the wall. Is it different? Is the size of the brick different? Use your awareness. Is the color different? Is the nature of the bricks different? Like first they were these hard red ones and now they're seeming more softer, whiter ones. Use your awareness to see how you're already shifting. In that wall, take a look at struggle. Poke it out of the wall, please. Entire wall will start tumbling down again. See all the bricks breaking apart, like from the jigsaw puzzle, flying out of your body, out of the window, towards the setting sun, or towards the sun that's already set. And you can let that continue. That will happen. Remember, all we have to do is give the instruction. The energy will do the rest. I'm just going to have a little bit more water. Thank you. What is unconscious block number four? Ah, chronic complaining and cribbing. Each one of us has a family member like this or a friend like this. What is the size of their bank balance? What's their story around money? Right? Each of us knows a person like this. What is their maximum complaint? The heat. Their shoes. Their neighbors. Money. Always coming from a lack. Right? I rest my case. What is Chronic cribbing? complaining, cribbing. Sorry? I said, what is cribbing? I've never heard that term. Oh, so cribbing is when you are, when you are, this one does this, this one does that, that, this one does like this. Like when you're constantly muttering something or the other. Something is always wrong with whatever is going on. 
Oh, like, it's you like are chronic complaining. It's kind of, okay, I think I'm not familiar with that term. It's probably cultural. Uh, yeah, it is. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a version of complaining. Okay. Okay, thank but you. But complaining has the energy of, you know, you should have known better and done it better for me. Cribbing is there's something so wrong with you that you always get it wrong every time. So there's there's constantly this this complaining, cribbing, whining that's going on. You don't love me. You don't do anything for me. No money coming there. Because the thing that complaining, cribbing, and whining does is put us in a state of zero awareness. Zero awareness means you will not know what is to be done next. You will not know this is the program to take or not to take. You will not know that this is the next action to take. You will not have inspiration, no motivation, because chronic complaining, cribbing, and whining are ways of being passive-aggressive and powerful in relationships. So you already have that. You are not going to look towards money. You're not going to look towards the fulfillment of your passion and purpose because you're already getting something. You take something from the other person in a chronic complaining, cribbing, whining energy. And by the way, again, all of us do this at some point or the other. It's only when it's a habit that it's a big money blocker. This kind of energy is a mind that is prone to jealousy as well as to some amount of beggar vibration. There's always this that somebody else will now step in and treat them like high and mighty and do it for them. It is not a solution-oriented mind. And when you don't have a solution-oriented mind, you cannot handle big money. Unconscious block number three, trying too hard to get or keep money. This is also related to working towards money and not working for the joy of working. It's a tight-fisted energy. And if our fists are busy being tight and closed, how will we receive the money? The best money flow has both palms open. Receiving in from the left, giving out from the right. Close your eyes. Check your palms in that dimension. Are they both open? Are they both closed? Is one open? Is one closed? Are they close to the body? Are they out from the body? Are they extended outward? Are they extended upward? Check also the nature of the posture of your body as you're seeing yourself. Are you tensed up? Are you hunched up? Are you bunched up? Tight-fistedness means closed, contracted. Big money requires an expansiveness, an openness. Clearly, right? You have to be that much more open to receive that much more money. If you were standing under that pipe, you could not have stood there with your arms closed. You had to have your arms open. When I gave the instruction of play, 
that's play because play opens us up completely. And play, like pleasure, is one of the aspects of self-care. What do you do to play? All billionaires have play things and play times and play seasons and play vacations. Do you have them? In trying too hard to get or keep money, we enter a even more contractive energy, the energy of desperation. Unconscious block number two. It's stronger and closed off, more closed off than complaining or cribbing. Desperate means you're close to giving up and nothing worth having or making will ever happen in one shot. I'm sure some of you all know this, but an Olympian trainer trains for a minimum of 10,000 hours for those five minutes of a chance to glory. It does not guarantee glory. It's a chance to glory. The Olympic trainer does the rain dance anyway till the rain comes. It's a measure of commitment. Desperation is chronic anxiety, chronic panic attacks, chronic overwhelm, chronic meltdown energies. How will big monies come? And number one, the biggest, hugest, poor health, including chronic aches and pains. There is only one key to manifesting what you want. Only one key. And that key is light, white, bright. For you to be more in the vibration of light, white, bright, then in the gray, murky energies that poor health gives us. When I say light, white, bright, I mean good health, sense of well-being, solution-oriented mind, tendency to be positive, higher than being negative, ability to bounce back, ability to collaborate, ability to receive feedback from all sources, a student's learning mind, feeling safe and protected in the world, being able to count blessings, have focus and clarity, stamina, strength, to take, make, earn, have, keep big monies. Good health is also an indication when we wake up fresh and raring to go when we are driven, motivated, and committed. If you are not in good health, you cannot have that openness and expansiveness and the light, white brightness that is required for whatever it is you wish to manifest. If you are not in good health, you cannot train like an Olympian. You will give up. Because bad health, ill health, poor health, and look at the word poor health, Poor health also takes up all time, space, and bandwidth. You just don't have 
any leftover to pay attention to money. And this too, I have seen very often. Could you please pray for me? I, I would like monies to pay off my debts. Here are a list of the other illnesses I have. And there's some nine things on that list. But big money, not coming. Some money will come. By virtue of breathing, some money will come. Because breathing also works. But that big money, it's not going to show up. If you are not in good health, your way towards money is to focus on your health. The wealth will follow. That's why I asked us to charge the water like that. I didn't say, yes, I'm wealthier now. I said, yes, I'm healthier and wealthier now. And in fact, in the week's work that we're going to do and in the four weeks of work we're going to do, we're going to be focusing on the attributes of a billionaire, the mindset of a billionaire, the mentality of a billionaire. We're going to be focusing on our health. We're going to be focusing on our wealth. Because all of them must go together. For example, making time to relax. How many of y'all make time to relax? It's playtime. It's me time. How many of y'all put aside money to have a pleasure trip? Habit of how to be in the vibration of big money. We will do a daily MP three of decrees of the day, so you just have to listen to that. We will do daily demolition course at a particular time. We will daily keep our awareness open for what all is going on. And every week we will get together on a call and do lots of many live sessions as well as understand what it means to work with the unconscious because the unconscious has a body of work known as the chronic project protocol. And the chronic project protocol uses Saturn's decree of you can leave now or you can all leave now or all of you, you can leave now, but it's used in a particular way. In fact, if one of y'all will tell me one of these unconscious blocks that you are now aware that you have and if Judy gives us permission, I could quickly give you a demonstration of the chronic project protocol. Otherwise, if you realize what your billionaire vibration is and you've seen the answer there is that you need CPP or you can do CPP for fun, come along anyway. This kind of money work has never been done before because nobody else except except me and my team of patents practitioners, do know and understand the chronic project protocol. The chronic project protocol understands that the unconscious is saying no, that the unconscious is saying, I don't want to, that the unconscious is saying, I refuse, I resist, I am reluctant to let you have these big monies. When we can address that exactly how it is and say you can leave now, oh, so many things happen. Beautiful things happen. 
amazing lightness, whiteness, brightness happens because you've just taken the dark shadow of the unconscious and brought it into the full moon light and full sunlight as well. How are you all doing, my darlings? Do you all have any questions? And thank you so much for your patience. This was, this was slightly long. <laughs> yes, slightly long. Is there... <laughs> well, yeah. Correct. There Sorry. is one person you, you were asking if um, well, I had someone. And I hear a person has a good question here. And there's, there are a lot of questions and everything. And, uh, oh, Leanne from Australia, she, she's asking, can I have four young guys as well? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? And they Why were not? young and they Why were cute not? and they were fit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why my not? goodness me. <laughs> Yeah, there was a person Why not, by around. the way? Yeah, being a two-word decree. So sorry to interrupt, Judy. Please go on. Yes. So there was a person who said, and I've got there are so many here, but was asking, you know, the clearing of debt. And if you have a hundred thousand dollars in debt, you know, a lot of people, and I don't know if this person meant, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in debt is a, a like a house. Or is it, you know, but if you have $100,000 in debt, how can, how can you move beyond that? You have to, okay, Vincent from San Jose, what does Nithu mean when she says you have to clear your debt before you receive big money, like big money? How does one clear debts of, say, 100000 without big money? I know a lot of Americans might have a hundred thousand in a home or something like that. Maybe it would be a business, but if you got a hundred thousand dollar debt in a business, you're probably making a lot of money too. Well, this is because you didn't know. By the way, businesses do have a giving and receiving, and clearing and having and getting of debt. So, are you talking about being in a big business, or is this like an individual? Debt. Businesses work slightly differently. It's called a rolling debt, where, where the debt is continuously being offset, but you're investing somewhere else, so there is, a, there is a debit in the account. Is that what you mean? Well, even if you don't mean that, I'm going to assume you don't mean that. The thing about debt is that you have to start clearing, and clearing it up immediately. The reason it's gone to $100 million dollars is that debt attracts debt. You didn't get into $100 million debt overnight. It would have built up to that much. And you are not going to get $100 billion to pay it off. You have to pay off debt in however, in st- in however bits and pieces you can. If you have only $10 to put aside, you have to put it aside in your debt jar. The jar says, on top of it, money to give. So you don't write debt on the debt jar. But you keep adding monies to it every time you get something in your hand. At the end of the month, whatever that money is, either you give it to the person, however small that amount, you give it to that person or let it continue for another month. 
You have to constantly keep money aside for debt. That big win where somebody else will now show up and give it to you and relieve you of your debt, I have not seen that ever happen. Ever. It doesn't come. You only get into more debt in order to clear off other debt, which is the worst kind of trap possible. So I repeat what I said on debt, which is I have seen this come from childhood where there is great unworthiness because the child felt very unwanted and very unloved. Your work would be to begin healing in that area of your life as well as take the action that says, no matter what it takes, my goal is to pay off debt. Your goal cannot be to make money. It's not going to happen. I'm sure you've tried and tried for a long time. And you know what they say is the definition of insanity. Now, another Which question, is, similar yeah. question is, can debt not be a positive for some? It allows you to take opportunities and become a different person than you would otherwise. If you're good at managing it, then isn't it good? Now, see that, now if this would be debt for a company, you know, investing in a company or starting a company, I could see how it would be. But if it would just debt for a trip or clothes or something, I would say no. But what would you say, Nitu? I would, I would, one, agree with you, but as long as you have the intention to pay off debt, otherwise you're living on borrowed money. It's not yours. Uh-huh. That sense of ownership is a false one. And when you don't have a sense of ownership, or if you have a sense of ownership only if the money money is somebody else's, you will also not fully develop your potential. As long as you know the debt has to be paid off, that's fine. By the way, I don't want you all to confuse loans for debt unless it begins to feel like that rock tied to your feet and the boulder on your shoulder. If you've taken a loan and you're paying off EMIs, you're paying off EMIs. It's okay. A loan is not a debt, unless it's a debt. So also take a look at how you've been borrowing money. Are you borrowing it as a debt? Are you borrowing it as a loan? Because loans also mean... There is a difference there, major difference, yeah. Very much, very much so. Right, so, you know, shall we share with everyone what you are offering? It, um, I know you've kind of mentioned it occasionally as we went along here, but if you go to jazzupyourlifewithjudy.com forward slash nitu17, uh, the number 17 and the letter A as an apple, that's her package, USD, United States dollars, billions to you, or billions, uh, you know, if it's, it could be Lyra, it could be uh, Rand, yeah, our friend in South Africa, it billions for everyone, so billions of dollars, Rand. Yes to that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes to that. And so we were she came up with this idea, which I think is wonderful, that um, you can have seven days of daily MP3s, uh, 
in a group call with live mini sessions, somewhat like we've had today, and then the daily remote clearing frequencies to remove blocks to big money that she would be doing. And then she just has some tips and suggestions, and she's offering that for only $33. So if some of you don't know her, you know, for whatever reason, if that appeals to you for $33, you can taste her work for a week. And secondly, if you want to go all in and really um, experience four weeks of daily, weekly, weekday uh, MP3s and four live group calls like we've had today with mini sessions, plus 18 remote clearing frequencies to remove blocks to big monies and other tips and suggestions, that she is offering the Jazz Up community for only $147. So, um, you know, what would you like, you know, look into your heart and see what you think would be of, of service to you. And um, if you do the 33, you'll probably end up coming back and saying, I want to take the other package too because you're making money on the 33. So what would you say to everyone about these packages? That you will understand the workings of the unconscious and make monies in the bargain. Four weeks are not enough, but they are enough for you to know how money works, how you need to take a look at the habits that are not allowing you to have these big monies, and how it is easy, fun to work towards money. When you understand your unconscious, there's really very little left to understand because all of us understand the conscious because we're always conscious of it. It's the unconscious that can throw us into a blind spot. In fact, the unconscious is a blind spot. So the fact that you're going to be working with so much awareness also means that you're going to be transforming you at some level. And transformation is really what we're looking for, isn't it? Right. And by the way, Pluto retrograde is all about transformation. You want to transform that bank balance. You want to transform your lifestyle. You want to transform the way you respond to money. You want to transform your house. Because decluttering is the one thing that I will say you must do for anything that you want to manifest in your life. Good health, decluttering, light, white, bright vibration, if I have to break it up into three steps. Your focus has to be these three. So for those of you all who are not doing very well as far as your health is concerned, but would still like to try this, your awareness would also be to see how much better you're feeling in a week's time. For those of you all who have debt, well, my second call is on debt, not the first one. But you have an idea about how to work with debt as well in the first week. Right. And the second, the second, uh, the other, the package B has the debt release call, and it also has fulfillment decrees. There's a part one and part two. So there's a debt release and fulfillment decrees for two sessions, two calls. Th the first that, call, which everyone thank will you, get. Thank you. 
Yeah, the first caller, speedster, speedster billions. <laughs> so everyone gets that. So, hey, why not? But then the debt release and the fulfillment decrease, which are really wonderful because you'll be clearing out so much as she goes along and she's doing these remote, uh, you know, remedies for everyone. And you'll be clearing out things so that then once you get it, you're getting cleared out, you can start fulfilling and bringing in what you want, even those four cute guys, Leanne. So. <laughs> and thank you so much for reminding me of that, Judy. Thanks a million. You know, the, the decrees are actually six of them. The clearing decree is a standardized decree, but the other, the fulfillment decrees, which we will start using when the moon cycle changes. Like the moon cycle tomorrow is going to get into the clearing cycle, which is why we will do the chronic project protocol to clear. When the moon cycle changes on the 22nd, we will change our direction and make it into the attracting, manifesting decrees, which is what I call the fulfillment decrees. Therefore, you get to be in alignment with the universe. 14 days of the waning cycle, 14 days of the waxing cycle, which is why it's a 28-day program. Most of my oh, work is aligned to moon cycles. I didn't realize that it was aligned to the, to the moon cycles, but you know, for being the moon person that you are, it's perfect. And that is so perfect. Oh, I love that. That's even more powerful. That's right. Like, like you'll feel supported in the clearing, not just because of the group and the clearing itself. You'll have a sense of being supported. Like the universe is asking you to clear in these two weeks. It's asking you to manifest in the next two weeks. So four weeks, four calls, 18 remote clearing frequencies to remove big monies. And by the way, for the first one week, it's every day so that you get used to it. After that, it will start becoming every second day because it also actually takes about 24 hours for it to fully shift. But we're going to go all out for the first seven days. Your, your Sundays will be Sabbath, so day to take a break, day to assess how far you've come, day to complete hearing a decree if you haven't heard it in the week, they to basically process. So you will have six MP3s every week. They are daily weekday MP3s, but there'll be one on Saturday that combines all five of the week. So Saturday will be heavy, which is why you'll also need to take Sunday rest and have it a little lighter for you. And some unique tips and suggestions. Like, for example, in the waxing cycle, we're going to take a look at our bank balance, and we're going to say, bank balance, you can become a billion times over. And you're most welcome to start that right now, but wait to do it with the group. Remember what I said about, about billionaire and how, billionaires and how they are? Strong work ethics, a strong team for us, the strong team is going to be each other. No big 
transformation work can be done without group energy. You would have to be present in the group. Your energy will contribute. Everybody's energy will contribute because anytime a group has one common goal, everybody in the group reaches it faster. I'll give you another tip. If you write down what it is that you want today, tonight, full moon night, so you write down $1 billion and burn it. Just $1 billion. You can write it in numbers as well as in words. When you write it in words, write it in capitals. Don't use a black pen. Burn it. So tips like that, simple tips like that, easy tips. Okay, you said not write in black. Is there a color of paper that you recommend? I have my own ideas about that, but what color paper and what color of pen do you recommend? I recommend green because, you know, green is associated with money. And, in fact, some of the tips are also around opening the heart chakra, anhata, which is the green chakra in the body. But, But, Judy, go ahead. Please tell us whatever came to you because I know how intuitive and instinctive you are about all of these processes. Well, when I've done uh, I've done a lot of writing in my you know past life, past lives on this planet, and I usually choose a yellow pad and I write in in red. There's something about that. Lovely, lovely. Uh, yellow oh. is the solar plexus color, by the way. Self worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And red, red is Muladhara. Yeah, it's the root chakra where every money comes from because money is an earth energy. It doesn't come from the sky, it comes only from earth. It's even made of paper and metal, which also come from earth. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. It's a great suggestion. Fully in alignment with it. Yellow paper, if you can, and red. Failing which, because I don't want you all to stress yourselves to have to buy it or get it because you have to do it tonight. Yeah, any sheet of paper, green pen. You don't have a green pen, red pen. Don't have a red pen, blue pen. Everybody has a blue pen. Even a pink pen works. Because pink is one of the colors. Yeah, whatever you like. One of the colors of the heart chakra. You have an orange pen, you can use an orange pen as well. And, you know, you brought up an interesting thing, and um, and this is not something that I adhere to. I remember years ago a man told me that when uh, the pioneers were coming across the, the United States, you know, in their covered wagons, those who pressed on and they, they you know, had, had those oxen going seven days a week to get where they wanted to go, those that drove or rode for six days and then rested, they arrived at the same time or before the other ones and they were in better shape. They were healthier and happier. So, and, and I also had a person tell me when he had a fast food place that they closed on Sunday, and which, you know, a fast food place you'd think would be open on Sunday. Everything's open on Sundays, you know. But they closed on Sundays, and they had the sales in those six days. 
that per square footage were exceeded the fast food places that were open for seven days a week. So there is something about that seventh day of rest. I have not accomplished Correct. that, but that is something I, you know, it's. I really think that is very important, and I'm not haven't really done that yet. I'm I'm better though. I'm getting better at it though. Rather awesome, than because yeah, Sunday Sabbath is a part of point number twenty five which is self-care. You need to take time off. You must take time off. Mm -hmm. Generally, I come back more creative when I take time off and, you know, just um, have some time off. I come back creative. I know there was a speaker who sent out an email, and she said she hadn't had a vacation in 15 years. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. I couldn't do that. I need, oh I need my vacation. Yeah, I know, I know. I need my, I need my vacations. I need to get in my car. And awesome. Go. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, when I get my new puppy, we'll go to. <laughs> so, well, okay, so everyone, you know, look over these packages. This is going to be a great, I'm definitely going to be doing this because I think this is really, it's, uh, no one's approached it like Nitu has done. As you probably know, she's very unique. <laughs> and so I really highly recommend it. I think it's going to be a fun adventure. It's going to be different. It's going to be fun. And I, I really look forward to it. So are you have any closing words? We've gone so far over. I Thank you, bless you guys for all staying for so long. I'm I'm sorry it's but it's been a great call, so and if you do you have anything you would like to say in closing? Please? Yes. First huge huge love and gratitude for staying. We have taken time and I appreciate you all so much. So the last thing that I want to say are six questions, and you know what you have to do, although we will excuse Judy. She's going to have to do it softer. Although, wait a minute, Judy, you can get the four cops back again. I can what? I'm sorry, I'm not following. What was that? Sorry. So I'm going to do six questions, and you know, all we have to do is say yes to that. And maybe if you oh, do this have time. Quiet. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. I, I'll do it. My yes is quietly. <laughs> oh, I don't have, well, okay. Or I can have the cops at my door again. Hey, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying. So yes. your choice. And here goes. Can you be a billionaire now? Yes. Will you be a billionaire now? Yes. Can you remove everything in the way of being a billionaire now? Yes. Will you remove everything in the way of being a billionaire now? Yes. Can you remove your attachment to poverty consciousness now? Yes. Will you remove your attachment to poverty consciousness now? Yes. And repeat after me, my darling, my closing words for today. Thank you so much for releasing and removing poverty consciousness and replacing it 
with the billionaire vibration. Good night, everybody. See you soon again. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Wonderful. And it is. So, yes. And thank you, that. Judy. Thank, thank you, thank you, you son. Thank you. Yes, thank you, everyone, Bye. for joining us today. And, and thank you for staying with us. It's been a great call. I look forward to in, uh, participating with all of you on this on the call. So, thank you so much. I love you so much. You are just so such a precious soul. Such a precious soul. And thank, thank you, you. To everyone. You are so loved and appreciated, everyone. So, so next time, remember to spread the love. You are, you are loved.